hello. Welcome back to another episode of No Funk and Strictly Munkin, the only podcast where if Tom Hanks in a League of Her Own instead said, Are you funkin'? There's no funkin' in baseball! We'd be able to play baseball because all we do is munk. I'm our coach, Jay Christie, joined as always by Andre Barrera. Andre, how are you? That was good. Um, ho, ho, ho. I uh, wish I knew it was a holiday um, episode because then I would have definitely adjusted my sign off at the end of last episode. No, but... no, because the sign off was a miracle. It, this episode was a miracle. Yeah, but it happens during Christmas time. Yeah, but it, did, it wasn't a bad one. It wasn't like you did a generic one. You did one that was for the miracle. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I'm good, man. Um, you know, just <clears throat> uh, enjoying the new apartment. Yeah, still, still living on cloud nine for the moment. Yes, speaking of cloud nine, the clouds, the heavens, Mr. Monk and the Miracle. Um, it's uh, the Christmas episode for season seven. What did you think about it generally? Uh, I liked it. It was good. It was a, it was a return to form um, after the really bad episode that happened last week. Um, so, yeah, no, it was great. I actually enjoyed a lot of it. And, um, yeah, I, I like the whole, the whole whatever happens in the background. It's good. Yes, I like the miracle plotline. I think that the bum stuff is deeply troubling. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and yeah. it's... Uh, so that's why I can't I can't give my wholehearted endorsement of this episode. Um, but anyway, we start off with some shots of San Francisco in Christmas time. Um, yeah. And uh, there's some homeless guys, some bums, and they're singing uh, 12 Days of Christmas, but about liquor, which, you know... Yeah. No, hey, can't, you know... They want a bath, bathtub full of Grey Goose. Yeah, you know, you gotta uh, you gotta respect the aspirations of the of these fellows. Uh, they're not settling for uh, Smirnoff. They they want the Grey Goose. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When you're no one sing a song about. I mean, if you're singing a song about Smirnoff, that's a problem. You know, like um, at least do some show some self respect and make a song about Tito's. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, there's a fourth homeless person though named Willie who's running with a shopping cart. He's claiming he's being chased. Um, and if you've ever seen any episode of Monk, you know if someone is saying that they're being chased, they're dead by the opening credits. Right. Um, but of course, the other fellows don't believe him. And um, they mentioned that it sounds like Willie's got the willies. Uh, you know, a lot of, uh, lot of funny jokes on this one. Uh, one-off jokes. Sorry, yes. I, just, I, I just took a sip of seltzer and it just made me incredibly gassy. So I was, I'm like struggling here. Yes, uh, I, I, I gathered that, and uh, I was just going to let it go. But anyway, um, and so he ends up running away, and then the next day, they're looking for Willie, and sure enough, he's like uh, Indiana Jones in the fourth film. He's in a fridge, but unlike Indiana Jones, he didn't survive, he's dead. Yeah, and unlike Indiana Jones, he wasn't fleeing a nuclear, impending nuclear yeah. blast. Um, yeah, I've never seen that Indiana Jones movie. Um you know, I haven't either. Yeah, I, yeah. I I think that you and I are that meet in a certain way where, like, and this is something that I just don't, I don't understand people who aren't like this. That I last time will make a reference like that, and then when someone's like, well, "Once I hadn't seen it," it's like, "How do you know that?" It's like, do you not just pick up pop cultural references in the ether? Like you do, like you you can reference stuff you've never seen before, right? Yeah, of course, I do it all the time. Um, yeah, I've only seen I've only seen the first Indiana Jones. I don't think I've ever seen the other ones. I've actually seen the first two. I know the third's better than the second. I just haven't gotten around to it. But the thing is. I just feel, am I crazy though, that you, don't you notice that when you make a reference to something that's like a, what you think is a popular thing and you admit you hadn't seen it, people are like, what, what do you mean? Why did you, re- how do you know that? It's like, how do you not know that like, you know, soil and green people? Well, like, that's like, well, the thing is you would have to somehow lead on that you haven't seen the movie because otherwise why would they even call you out on it? 
Well, no, it's like if someone like were to br- ask like a follow up or like when did you, when did you see like I don't know if they were, if they just learn later that you didn't haven't seen it. Um, I just you know my best and biggest advice for anyone in the world and this advice I don't know what will get you because I don't have shit, but just be conversant in a bunch of fucking references. It's great. People, you know, it's it never doesn't work. Yeah, out. and anyway, you never you never know when you're gonna show up to a bar and it's trivia night and you might walk out with a couple of free drinks. You never know. Oh my god! I think I mentioned on here before that when I went on the three straight weeks, where me and a kid who I, he went to the high school across town from me. I didn't know him at the time, but we had a bunch of mutual friends. So we started following each other on Twitter, and like two years after that, he moved up to New York for like an internship during the summer, and we went to a bar for trivia night three weeks in a row, and we were a team of two, and every other team was like teams of six. Three straight weeks, baby. Yeah, no, that's great. Can't, couldn't be stopped. That's great. I, we did, I, did, I, did, I did the same thing with uh, two other people, and it was constantly uh, them second-guessing me. Um, shouts, shouts to Anna and Trevi for... Uh, oh, but we had, the best, we had the best name. It was uh, Three Sheets to the Wind. That's pretty good. What ours was, this was in, like, 2017. It was right after the Kellyanne Conway alternative facts thing, so our thing was alternative answers. Mm, okay. um, which I thought, that's actually not bad. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, so Monk's putting up a tree, but it's not a tree at all. It's a piece of cardboard. Yeah, and, you know, that tells... Uh, Julie's there. and Well, Julie and Natalie are both there. And, uh, you know, she's kind of like, well, like, who does that kind of thing? And, you know, obviously he's the type of person to do that kind of thing. There's no muss, no fuss. Yes. And he says, like, how does it look? And she says, it's sad. And I love, I know it's sad. Is it straight? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, he's... <clears throat> they're there over, like, a couple days before Christmas, and... Natalie comes in from the kitchen, and she's got something that she wants them to taste. She's making some chicken soup for our dear friend Leland Sotomayor, mm-hmm. who is uh, uh, appear- appears to be out with uh, what's like the what's what would be the Al Michaels Arthritis. what would be the Al Michaels uh, out with a what out with a he's out with a and uh, Leland Sotomayor who's out with a back yeah. Uh, yeah and then Joe Buck so, oh wait no uh, wait so here's a guy. That has a bad back. Sorry, I'm just trying to do different. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, sorry. Um, Joe Buck just says so. Here's a guy a lot. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, he, in the, uh, Natalie and Julie are tasting with Monk's ladle, which of course makes Monk throw the ladle in the trash. Um, Thought that was a little which, extreme, you know, but okay. Yeah, sure. It is, especially because it's like he. And I, this is, of course, why obsessive compulsive disorder is an irrational disease and why when people have things like this in movies and TV shows and people call things out as plot holes, it's like because it's not rational. Because he clearly believes that washing things works or else he wouldn't wash things. So there's no right. reason why he would think that he can't wash it off, which it's just irrational. And I'm just saying that because I know people are like, when people try to act like phobias and stuff are consistent in movies and TV, it's like, no, that's just not how that works. Right. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it makes no sense, but anyways... So yeah, he throws out the bombs come in. Yeah, though. they come in. Uh, you know, they uh, they hurt somehow. Oh, well, I'm sure since the professor likes to eat books, uh, maybe he eats newspapers mm-hmm. too, and he gained that information that uh, they read about him, and they know that Monk's like a good detective. So they, um, you know, they want him to investigate the case because the police did not take it seriously. They thought that he had just um, went into the refrigerator uh, for warmth, uh, mm-hmm. which sure, okay, but. There were some mysterious circumstances about the way he was found. Yes. And so Monk doesn't want to take the case. He says he's retired because he doesn't like Blums. And then he wants them all to stand on some newspaper. Like, this honestly is, I think, because just of how badly homeless people are treated. It's been reported homeless people are treated. This wasn't very funny to me. And it may, I may be just being too sensitive. No, no, But it no, was no, kind of no, like, no. Uh, this is like, 
It's like, what, was it, are you Adrian Monk or are you, uh, you know, uh, when did I didn't know Adrian Monk was on the Los Angeles City Council. You well, know? see, okay, the thing is, though, it's, it was inevitably going to happen if you have a case involving homeless people. Like, For it sure. just wouldn't make any sense if he wasn't a weirdo about it. Absolutely. But still, yes. yeah, it's not great. It's not, it, it's. It's, it's, it, I think it just, I think it's a, sometimes a little too far where he's just like completely, it's really just like dehumanizing where it's not where it's usually like if someone has is like a weird person who makes monk uncomfortable the joke is on monk whereas in this it feels like the joke almost becomes on the homeless people like the homeless people aren't treated with dignity in the show it's not like look at monk freaking out for these regular people it's like look at these crazy people and of course monk's gonna freak out yeah 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 Um, agreed anyway um so uh they're gonna pay monk in Fourteen dollars worth of bottles of cans, and uh, as it's happening, Natalie's offering them some soup. Um, soup that was going and, to Stalemar, right? Yes, but there's it's a big pot. It, not, I don't know if it was all going to go to Stalemar, right? Um, and Monk is freaking out. She they cannot believe that she's going to feed them as if they're fucking animals, right? Um, and so uh, you know, uh, wait, hold on, sorry. <laughs> it's just that he he basically distracts them and says, like, let's go to the crime scene. Right, yeah, yeah. He wants them out of there because they start, like, you know, they wander into the kitchen and, you know, they start to comment on, like, his marble countertops and uh, one of them starts, the professor starts, you know, tasting some mm-hmm. of the soup and he's just like, you know what, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go to the scene. So Monk refuses to leave the car at the scene because he's afraid of the bombs, but we see the refrigerator um, and as we saw in the opening... The part of his jacket was sticking out, and he was in it face first, which is, of course, very interesting because that's not what would happen if you closed it on yourself. Um, right, that's true. Unless, well, yeah, 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 yeah that's true. It, but more importantly, though, there's only one handprint, and baby, it's not on the door; it's on the back. Right. So uh, clearly implies he was put in there post mortem. And specifically, the fact that there's none on the door means that he didn't try to get out. Right. So, right from there, we go to the cop station, and um, looks like Disher's calling the shots these days, because um, Sotomayor is not feeling well, and um, he mentioned, this is like, yeah, they keep talking about, their monk keeps referring to them as bumps, and obviously it makes Natalie upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she calls them the near, no, near the dwells. bums. They're homeless people, the nowhere dwells. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, they, 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 they make their case to him about, you know, the investigation, uh, about, like, what they found at the site. And, you know, Disher doesn't, uh, you know, he mentions that, like, the police didn't want to investigate it previously, but that he'll absolutely reopen the case with this new yeah. information. So, good on him. Yeah, and also, like, the cops fucking blew it. Uh, I don't think that it surprised anyone that the cops didn't really take a homeless person dying seriously. But that's, like, not really hard. Uh, especially because, like, clearly, it seemed like the fridge wasn't that hard to open. Like, I just, you know. Right. They really blew it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Um, but Stalmeyer, even though he can't be captain... He refuses to stay at home. He's downstairs working the front desk. Yeah, because, you know, he, he, uh, he has a tough life. You know, he has a, an ex-wife. Um, he has a son who doesn't uh, seem to respect him very much. This is all later information, but that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> no, but, like, I, I mean, it just tells you, like, he distracts himself with his yeah. work. Like, that's why he's, he can't yes. be alone in his thoughts. He's, he's back at work. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to an old woman who is there to retract a vandalism complaint. Because of what she thought was a thing written by some teenagers was actually from God. Yeah, it appears uh, she she was she had a really bad cough or something, or she appeared to be sick in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
I, I did she go to the fountain first? Yeah. Yeah, she went to the fountain, drank from it, and then she became better. Right. So she wants it notated in the uh, she wants it notated in the report that it was a miracle, and you know, Sotomayor, as down bad as he is, just doesn't believe anything good could come of this world. So no. he kind of just refuses to. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so Stott comes upstairs, and he's really looking bad. He's looking like his back is just completely out of line. He's wearing. He's walking on a cane, even. Um, sorry, but there's one thing we forgot to mention. This fountain is specifically a reference to a an existing fountain in San Francisco. Oh, in the Bay Area called the Franklin Park Monastery. Yes. yes. And so apparently the doctors are all befuddled. He's on three different meds. And he's drinking a hippie concoction that his aunt sent him. And uh, it tastes like chalk. Yeah, and so that gets Monk to take a look at the bottle and, uh, you know, looks at the ingredients and it has chalk extract. So, you know, kind of reminded me of this one time when I was in, I think, seventh grade. Um, like, people used to prank each other all the time, obviously. And I went to school with a lot of Filipino people, right? They're some mm-hmm. of, like, my closest friends in the world. I love Fil- the Filipino culture. They're amazing. Um, so my Filipino mm-hmm. friend Justin was like, hey, uh, do you want to try some Filipino lemonade? And I'm like... Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, no. So obviously, uh, in elementary school, we still mm-hmm. had chalkboards. So what he had done is he had just poured a bunch of chalk dust in there and like mm-hmm. shook it up, and I tried it. Oh, that's not where I thought it. No, was no, going. no, 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 no. When I heard, I thought it was gonna be any lemon, any type of lemonade, not Filipino specifically. If he was, if he oh, was no, like, no, 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 no. Honduran lemonade, I would have been like, oh, it's pissed. yeah, no. Uh, um, so I drank it. He's just like, how's it taste? I'm like, oh, it just tastes like chalk mostly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Shouts to Filipino people. Yeah. Um, there was actually a de- there, I had a, there was a decent amount in uh, Punta Gorda in Port Charlotte, Florida. Um, really, just honestly, and I mean this completely sincerely. Sincerely, I don't know if there's anything I love more about another culture than how much Filipino people love karaoke. Oh, dude! It just makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. I mean it so sincerely. Like no joke. Like it just the, the amount of enjoyment. It just makes me. So happy. I, I moved. I moved to a uh, like heavily Filipino area called Eagle Rock. And the yeah. Eagle Rock Plaza used to be like an actual mall and stuff, right? And not to say it, it's not yeah. anymore, but it has since yeah. become a super Filipino mall to the point that they have like Jollibee and Chow King and yeah. a bunch of like Filipino stuff. And all the kiosks are literally either selling you like uh, land or like, you know, uh, cemetery land um, at Forest Lawn for Catholics or karaoke machines. So it's the fucking mm-hmm. funniest thing in the world. It's the best. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Stottmeyer is told he needs to go home, you know, but he says, you know, I'm fine except for alimony I can't afford, haven't had a date in two years, and my oldest son is not returning my phone calls. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, so he's down he's, bad. He's down very bad. Um, but someone who isn't down is Disher because, um, you know, Stottmeyer is asking him about the caseload, yeah. and Disher mentions that he's nine out of nine solved. Like, they're doing well. So maybe, you know, Stottmeyer should take a, a, a back seat every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so um, the uh, he comes back home, and on the door, wouldn't you know it, it's a painting of the fountain. Yeah, um, you know what I was gonna say. It's like when he rolls up, I'm like, that's not a bad place to live, considering you have alimony no. you cannot pay and all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, mm-hmm. he uh, immediately goes to the mo- uh, sorry, not immediately, but the next day he's at the monastery. And uh, this lady approaches. I don't even know what her name is. She is like a big part of the Katie. episode. Okay, Katie. Yeah, she shows up and 
she basically mentions that a ton of people or like that a miracle happened to her like similarly like she had apparently been paralyzed in some way after a car accident after a car accident and she drank and then she can walk correct um and so this this fountain appears to have miraculous uh you know things that occur after the fact yes and so then Starmar talks to I think brother Andrew is it I, don't I think brother Andrew's the second just, guy well it's a brother yeah. um and he points out that, you know, it's not a hoax. And in fact, they're actually losing money because they were going to do some renovations, but now they can't tear it down. Hint, hint. Yes. Um, yes. And we also learn that Stahlmeier at one point in his life thought he was going to be a priest. Um, <laughs> yeah, James Gunn was going to be a priest. Go figure. Um, and yes, so... Uh, in confession, in confession, uh, to please confess your sins. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I accidentally said something mean to my girlfriend. Your girlfriend was she a great big fat person sorry yeah no um, good um and so you know the the monk mentions that basically stock can always come back to the church he's never um shunned yeah. from it and uh he decides to drink from the fountain and let's see what happens yep and then we cut some monk getting his money from the uh bottle and can people and he's short the fourteen dollars because three of the bottles are canadian i really don't think that is that I don't think it is either, but it's whatever. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, he's not happy. He got ripped off with Canadian bottles. Um, But that's not even the worst thing to him. Um, Unfortunately, Natalie, or, you know, fortunately for them, but unfortunately for Monk, she's invited them over to his place for Christmas dinner, which, okay. I know that obviously it's very fucked up, everything that happens with Monk in this, but like if Natalie was like, if she knows what the situation is, she should have just invited him to her house. Yeah, I agree. That really is that's that's bad. Yeah, because it's not like she has a bad house, right? Um, right. And I do love the thing that Monk does of like the we don't have any clients other than the bums, <laughs> right? Um, which yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's a pretty uh, slow uh, slow period for crime in the Bay Area murders. And then so Stock goes to the pharmacy, um, and he's talking to the pharmacist who you know recommends acupuncture. But then Stamar asks about the fountain. Um, and, uh, the, the pharmacist, um, Owen just seems a little, he, he seems, you know, flipping. He's like, ah, maybe it'll work, whatever. I'm pretty sure this dude was on The Sopranos. I'm almost positive. He or like, or, or like mob movies. right build. Yeah. Um, no, but like, so the way that it starts is basically he notices a crucifix on the wall mm-hmm. and he asks him if he's a religious guy and he tells him that he's not, but his partner was. And then he starts to get into, like, a little bit of the details, which end up, you know, mattering later on. He mentions that his part, his former business partner was a religious guy until he embezzled $19,000 and basically left him high and dry. Yes. Um, and then we cut back to um, uh, Monk's apartment with Natalie. And this is the bum bit that I think about all the time and I think is... I think is one of the funniest jokes in Monk. I, and I feel bad about it, but Natalie points out, um, oh, I forgot the gravy. And Monk says, that, you know, don't waste your time. You know, bomb, they make their own gravy. And she wants to know and how, and he's like, you don't want to know. I, they make their own gravy? I know. What does uh, that mean? I mean, it's, it's, I don't even want to, I actually don't want to know how they do that. I didn't even know. I mean, I'm sure. I don't think it's I don't, true. I don't, I don't think it's true. <laughs> I mean, okay. Do you think there's any fact in, uh, you know, people making wine in prison in the toilet? Is that like a real thing? I mean, someone, a cups, a few people had to do it. Okay. But I don't know about bums making gravy. <sighs> yeah. Um, 
I mean, I suppose, because gravy, technically speaking, is just a roux with some... I don't know, I guess... I think you basically a roux with spices, technically, I guess, is a gravy. But I just don't know... What, what are they making gravy from? Oh, Yeah, geez. I don't... I, anyway. yeah. So Stalmar wakes up, and wouldn't you know it, he's feeling better. Yeah. And then we cut to, then we cut to the scene that legitimately, I think, is just... It is not... Not good, for my opinion. But uh, where they're having dinner. Oh god, I hate this scene so Monk's much. Place. Yeah, and so Monk's blowing on them with an air freshener, which is like the thing I don't like about this is the reason why I feel like it strips them of their dignity is that I don't believe that they would put up with all this. Yes, they're like they'd be like we're human beings. Yes, like fuck you. Yes, exactly. And so you know, first he's. Uh, I mean, there is one part of this that I like, and it's where you find out why they call him the professor is because he eats books. Oh, that's great. That's a great joke. Big fan. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and then as they're, you know, going on, um, Monk makes Reggie wipe his mouth, um, which is like, I don't know. It, it, like I said, it, I, I don't mind that Monk acts this way. I mind that they just put up with it because that's just kind of like, it robs them of being human beings. Right. And, uh, but, you know, while they're, while they're going over this, you know, they reveal, Monk and Natalie reveal information that basically, um, as a result of them, like, looking into their buddy's death, uh, the medical examiner changed the cause of death. It appears he was asphyxiated, uh, probably with a plastic bag. I don't remember if that's how it happens, but that's what they think. They also, that means they blew it, because they could have told that. They just didn't care. So, um, yeah. They were just thinking about me, themselves. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. medical exam? Oh, yes, the ME. Yeah. Yes, they're, they're doing a little me time. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, then Monk, he has to air his grievance about the bottles, but of course, Natalie stops him. Um, and But he notices that the uh, Canadian bottles are something he recognizes. Yeah, there was those, little... those chalk extract drinks that Stoudemire was pumping out, uh, in, pumping into his body the last few weeks or so so clearly mm-hmm. implying that at some point they were in the captain's yard so there's some sort of uh something going on exactly and so um then uh they go to the station and they ask disher if he'd seen the captain um because they figured that he must have the, the cap the willie must have been the captain's yard but they know something a little more important than this whole case yeah, I mean, you know, Disher's got his back towards the camera most of the time, and then, uh, you know, there's a great reveal of him having a f- very Spencer Pratt-esque mustache, flesh-colored even. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he shouldn't grow a mustache for the same reason I shouldn't grow a mustache, because um, my hair is too light generally. Um, it's funny that, that this whole thing happens and I have, like, a mustache right now. Well, because you can grow a good mustache. I mean... Yeah, you got, it's pretty thick. Uh, yeah, you got dark hair. Um... My problem is not so much, like, there are parts of my facial hair that come in dark and parts that come in really light. Same with me. And so, um, but, like, when I say light, I mean, like, blonde. No, no, same with me. You I, just can't see yeah. it. In, you see it in the light. It's yeah. mostly red. And so the joke I always make is that um, when I grow my facial hair out, I look like a person who got a mugshot because he robbed, like, a convenience store with his nephew, but his nephew's only, like, two years younger than him is what I look like. Yeah, <laughs> um, true. And uh, so it's not great. But anyway, um, Randy says about the mustache, I'm in charge. It comes with the job. Which I just love the notion of when you're you the captain, you have to have a mustache. I mean, it lines up. I, I, I'm not going to question it. Yes. Uh, and so, but he also, uh, he, also, he also mentions that Stoudemire was there, um, and he just grabbed his mm-hmm. stuff, 
and uh, and he took off uh, without any indication as to when he would be back. Uh huh. And so um, they then go to uh, we cut back to the church, and we see a woman in a wheelchair throwing her pills away into a big pile of pills and walking uh, assistance yeah, and all, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And, um, you know, Stott does the same thing. He dumps his medicine next to a pile of, uh, of all that. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like it is a miracle because, yeah, he wakes – he woke he woke up that morning feeling better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think I might have skipped yeah, that part yeah, about yeah, him yeah. I apologize. No, 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 because it's like there's uh, like so yeah. many like skips and like there's so many random little scenes in this episode that like you mm-hmm. lose track. And so they're looking for Stottermeyer. They show his photos to people. And Monk is really like – Look at these people. They'll believe in anything. Because there's like a gigantic um, line. There's like a ton of people there now. Mm-hmm. And Natalie wants Monk to drink from the fountain um, because I guess maybe the fountain can also help psychological issues. And she says to him, much like Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, so she wants him to drink from it. Obviously, she doesn't know who the hell she's dealing with or something because uh, there's no chance in hell he would. Um, no. But while they're like going over that, you know, they they figure out that, or I think they ask Katie or somebody. Yeah, they ask Katie because Katie she is, has the vibe that she knows what she's doing. Right. Yeah. So she mentions that he's still here, and so they go to the monastery. She mentions that he's inside, so they go inside the monastery, and that's when Brother Andrew greets them. And Natalie mm-hmm. makes that joke, huh, Mister Monk and the Monk, which you know, good stuff. I do the joke I do like is when she says, "Are you allowed to laugh?" and he says, "We've been known to chuckle." Right. Um, but he refers to Stahlmeier as Brother Leland. So we all know. Um, apparently, we all know what that means. He's taken a vow of silence. Yeah, he's taken a vow of silence. Um, did not know that Catholic monks did this. Maybe they don't. I have no idea. But uh, I from- assume they probably do. I don't know. Um, I imagine that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know a lot about the serious like monks and stuff with. Catholics, because I didn't go to uh, Catholic school, so they, my only interaction with the Catholic Church is through like priests and stuff. So they have to go into the monastery. Natalie can't come, obviously, because she's a girl and um, a woman, you know. Yeah, and so uh, Monk is looking for Stamire, and there's a bunch of monks with hoods. And it's been a while, I think, since we've had a scene that was just an annoying thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again until it wasn't funny. Yeah. Um, but we get one of those here where Monk keeps trying to talk to a monk and keep going shh. And it literally goes on for a minute and a half, and I hate it. It's really two of those if you include the whole him mistreating the homeless guys at the dinner table, but this is yeah. way, way more uh, protracted. Yeah. And then he finally sees Stahlmeier, and Stahlmeier's, you know, okay, whatever. And Monk has to do charades to try to explain what's going on. And he eventually's like, he points to his bum, who was killed at your house. Did you see him? And Stahlmeier did not. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I got from it really was that he was pointing at his bum. That's about it. Aside from that, mm-hmm. could have fooled me about anything. Honestly, I completely understand. And so, um, Monk asks why he's there, and of course he points uh, up to the ceiling. Yeah, and he's there because he found his calling, uh, let's just say. Um, and he just, he leaves him with one thing. He gives him a letter. Mm-hmm. And we cut to Julie reading the letter. And basically... The long and the short of it is that uh, Stamar is leaving on Christmas Day to go to a two-year mission in Spain um, to connect with God. Yeah, um, and, you know, uh, everyone pretty much seems to be happy for him, with the exception of Monk, you know, um, which is kind of mm-hmm. sweet that he was going to miss his pal. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the reason why he's upset, right? 
Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, but I do love that Monk says two years. That's almost three years. Um, but uh, and then Natalie starts, you know, has a theological conversation of like basically saying that she has to believe that she's going to see Mitch again. And don't you believe that you'll see uh, that you'll see Trudy in heaven? Right. Um, and no, he's not going to because he's going straight to hell. Um, well, yeah. After I also really love that she thinks that she's going. I love that he thinks that she's going to hell because she kissed a leper. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I definitely missed that. Um, but you know, Natalie again. Yeah. So yeah, she 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 wants him to get healed, but obviously we know that this is not going to happen. Um, yes. So then we cut back to the pharmacy again, and uh, Katie is there, like in the middle. It's just like the middle of the night or something. And I'm not sure what she's in the middle of the night. And, and what is she doing? Is she popping pills? Like, what's going on? No, she's getting pills because she's going on like a trip. Oh, okay. She's leaving. Okay, I thought she was just like trying to get, trying to get. I mean, she to, probably is popping one for the road. Trying to get but she's right, bringing the whole bottle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, you do what you gotta do when you're in a stressful situation. If you gotta self-medicate, I mean, we all. Hey, can I be? Let me be fre- uh, first semester home from freshman year of college, kid. You know, we all medicate with caffeine and alcohol. Those are just legal. So, you know, she's medicating. Yeah. Um, and um, the pharmacist, uh, we find out is named um, Owen McCloskey, um, mm-hmm. catches her. And uh, they have, like, this conversation that has – they obviously know each other and there's some sort of arrangement going on. And I guess they're, like, involved it now in some way. Uh, like, Well, yeah. I mean, we learn later that they're engaged, which is not good because they do not look like they're – I don't like to rate people on a number system, but there's a big gap. Oh, absolutely, and um, and so she starts talking about how she can't do it anymore, and that uh, she wants to stop the situation, um, and uh, he puts an end to that by slapping the fucking dog shit out of her. Yeah, it was like it was a. I don't want to say it was a good slap because that's like, but it was like a. Oh yeah, there was. Some it's like a, like a, like oh this is this is we're dealing with a dirtbag, you know, like this guy's not just a murderer; he's like a dirtbag. Right. Um, and so uh, he says, we know what's under that fountain. And then, you know, there's a really uncomfortable kiss. Yeah, um, very disgusting. Yes. And, and, then we and, get and, back he, men- and he mentions yeah. it's almost over. Oh, right, 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 right. And so we then cut back to the fountain, and Natalie's getting Monk a cup of water. And Monk, he, he, can't, he can't do it. Uh, yeah, he can't do it. I mean, um, you know, it, it's not Sierra Springs or whatever his new brand of water <laughs> I also would – I would probably drink it, but I would be – I wouldn't be too happy about it. It's not like it's not disgusting. Right. I mean, uh, t- fountains aren't typically known for being, uh, you know, uh, the freshest of water, let's just say. No. Um, and so he still can't do it. And then he starts to take a look at the mountain of pills um, mm-hmm. and notices that it appears that more than half of the bottles are from the same pharmacy. So mm-hmm. he starts trying to, like – pick them up and like put them away to which your girl uh katie uh catches them i can live with that she has a conscience um basically this is just say that you're just say that you're only okay with it because she's like good looking honestly no that's not it it's because i always i'm fully sympathetic for people who get themselves in a bad situation and feel bad about it because i feel bad when i'm not when i don't even do something bad so whenever i see someone feeling bad on screen i feel seen um but anyway that she completely comes clean basically um, about it because she can't because her whole thing is like it's not just the people who we got sick like people who are actually sick are thinking this is going to work uh, and that's fucked up and it is fucked up um, absolutely yeah and so then we uh, we get um, 
that we learned that his fiance's business partner is underneath the fountain. Um, right. And then we cut to Monk and Natalie are dressed up as monks because they need to find Stalmeyer. Right. Um, so they go inside and they basically tell him uh, that it's. Oh wait, no. So basically, they give the "Here's what happened" in monk chanting, which is probably the most like creative yeah. version of this. So I'm very on board with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll just get into it. Basically, the body with the renovations that were going to happen. That's why, um, you know, the body was going to be discovered because it was buried there. Why he decided to bury the guy like close to a monastery beyond me. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I guess it, it it works out in the end because he comes up with a good way of not getting it, yeah. uh, you know, un unthink. Mm-hmm. So so that's why he needed to stop the renovation, and on top of that. He needed to uh, well. He needed to make that place seem very holy. Like this is a pretty genius plan, honestly. It is. It's. It was on my top twenty smartest murderers and monk list. Right. Sure. So he started changing people's medication to purposely make them sicker. Um, mm-hmm. How he was going to plan on giving them actual, or why he would think that they would go back to him for medication after the fact, I don't know. Well, because they don't think that it's. If you were prescribed a medication. From your doctor for something, mm-hmm. and the medication wasn't working. Would you think that the pharmacist was giving you the wrong pills, or would you think that the doctor prescribed you the wrong medication? Right, but it, well, but you never blame the pharmacist. No, of course not. But you would think that you were healed, so why the fuck would you go back? Oh, right, yeah, because eventually it would run out. Yeah, yeah, that's the. Point. That's what I mean. Eventually, you'd get sick again. Yeah, the, it was short-sighted, but I think that they were just trying to like make it holy, and then the legend would precipitate ah, itself. Ah, fair enough. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and it worked. It was, and so they started painting the things on people's doors to make them go. Um, yeah, honestly, great plan. And it's also, um, and it also explains why Sotomayor was not getting better from whatever was ailing him. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now the big quibble I have with this is that, like, there's only, like, most ailments don't really, you, you wouldn't get healed that quickly. Especially if, like, a back thing, like, it takes a little bit. You know, like, I think you probably need to take the pills for a couple weeks for you to get better. You're not just going to wake up one day. Maybe, I guess, with their pain pills. Anyway, it doesn't You know what I thought Um, for a brief second? I thought that maybe this asshole was, like, just grinding up a bunch of pills and putting it in the fountain water so that eventually it would cure uh, something. Like, it didn't matter what. Great stuff. Um, But anyway, um, then Stamar's, he's, we're outside, and Stamar's talking again, so clearly he's given up um, on the the bad thing. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they, he kind of accepts it, that, um, he says, you know, so much for miracles, and then we cut Right, to, right, uh, hold on, sorry, Did, I think I cut you off in the middle of you explaining something, but, yeah, so, uh, Willie must have seen, like, Willie was there at Stoudemire's, oh, right, sorry, Willie, right, right. yeah, Willie was at Sotomayor's. uh, no, I'm sorry, yeah, he was at Sotomayor's when he was, when he caught the guy painting the fountain on Sotomayor's door. Exactly. And that's why he had to die. Correct. Sorry about that. I completely nah, no worries, no much. worries. Um, and so then we see Owen getting arrested, and the bums are there, and they're so appreciative with Monk. And they have a gift to give him. And it's the gift of gravy. I mean, you know, uh, I love gravy. Um, to to be completely fucking honest, I don't think I would eat that gravy. I wouldn't eat that gravy. And honestly, gravy, very underrated thing that I'm not going to be able to eat anymore since my celiac diagnosis. Uh, not feeling good about that. I mean, I, you can make gluten-free gravy, and I have, and it's, like, not bad. You've made great um, gluten-free gravy in the last week and a half? Not in the last week. My mom has oh, some right, 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 I've right, had right. so many celiac... Right, right, right. Um, 
And actually, it actually wasn't even for that. It was because my roommate has the like disease, and when we did Thanksgiving, I did it. <laughs> um, right. Uh, but anyway, so um, so it's like because you have to use non, uh, you have to use gluten free flour. Which like it's actually not that bad. It just you need I think more. Uh, you need to I think rely more on like the fat from whatever you made it in. Because mm-hmm. uh, I like to make gravy without any gravy mix or anything like that. Just with the, like the stuff on the bottom of the pot and spices. You ever do that? Just like scrape up all the. Ah, oh, man, I don't... You know. uh, sure, sure. No? You you scrape up, like, you cook a pork chop or something, and when you're making the gravy, you scrape up all, like, the burnt bits on the bottom and mix it into the gravy? Do you realize I don't cook anything, like, ever? Like, oh, yeah, sorry, I know. I didn't know I that. Know. I mean, love cooking pork chops. Now, you... Well, most underrated food in the world, I think. People overcook them, and they're bad. But anyway, yeah. I, I digress. Yes. To give him the gravy, he can't take it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't eat that gravy. Either. And so then we see Stamar and Disher. They get the revol- role reversal on the mustaches. Um, Sado, Sado and, uh, got him a gift for Christmas. Uh, he got him a razor because he looks. I don't think it looks that bad, but obviously. No, it doesn't. But he only. As a wise man once said in the film Highlander, that can be only one. Another movie I haven't seen. I haven't seen that either. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then, wouldn't you know it? It's a Christmas miracle. Stoudemire gets a call from Jared, his son. Yeah, not only that, he calls him, and I guess right off the bat, he tells him he loves him or something. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What he did, but uh, you know, he's Stottlemyre is back to feeling good about the world again, and he mentions that he actually wasn't that upset with the whole situation about it being a hoax because, in that brief two days or however long it yeah. was, he felt uh, well. He felt good about where his life yeah, it would felt go. real. Yeah, it felt real. And so Disher's also trying to bargain, like, can I get, like, a goatee or a soul patch? And thank God he doesn't grow a soul patch, because, woof, Disher with a soul patch would look... I cannot imagine anything more 2003 alt-rock band member. I mean, he should have really done in the video for I Don't Need a Patch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then the final scene is Monk at the fountain, where he fills up a cup with the fountain water, but we don't see if he drinks it or not. And then the episode ends. Yep. What do you give this episode out of 10? I gave it an 8. I gave it a 7.5. I don't think I like this one as much as you do, but it is a good episode. I like the murder is a really clever thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I like... No, the murder is not a clever thing. The, 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 the... Sorry, not the murder. The, 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 the fraud is a yes, clever yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but that's it for this episode. Uh, Andre, when people follow you on Twitter? You can follow me at Andre Barrera. And you can follow me at the J Christie. Please follow the show at Strictly Munkin. I apologize for the episode being short. I can be honest with you. I wanted to see the end of this basketball game, so I've been kind of breezing through some stuff. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, no, <laughs> um, but I mean, like, there isn't that many details. Like, is no, I don't feel like we did a short change. No, no, no. no I just didn't want to do any tangents. Yeah. I mean, most of our, if we didn't do any bits, our episodes would only be like a half hour anyway. That's true. Um, but uh, yeah, please rate, subscribe, share the show with the biggest Monk fan in your life, and more important than that. Tune in next week as we talk about Mr. Monk's other brother. Uh, uh, let's get monkey. I, I got nothing.